Hello, and welcome to Defiant Optimism, the inspiring podcast from Smiley Movement, where we talk to extreme fundraisers, the people who go above and beyond to raise money and awareness for an important cause. I'm Amy, the chief editor here at Smiley Movement, and I'm always amazed by the insane challenges some people do to give back. So today, my guest is Jacob Reddy. At just 16 years old, Jacob set himself the challenge of busking in every single city in England to raise money for Darien House Hospice after his brother went there as a baby. He spent 22 days, just over three weeks, travelling up and down the country this summer and ended up busking in all 51 cities. He went on the road with his dad, Anthony, um, who drove the 2,400 miles on their epic road trip. Um, and today he's raised £10,000 for Darien House. So it's been an absolutely amazing challenge. So welcome, Jacob. That is quite a challenge to set yourself in the summer. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a pretty, pretty long few weeks, but it was, uh, it was definitely, definitely very fun. And it was something very different to get out there and to just do something yeah and so can you just tell us let's go back to the beginning what inspired you to um kickstart and do this challenge it's a bit of a weird one actually how I came to actually doing the challenge because it uh it came from me watching a YouTube video uh where one of my favorite YouTubers a guy called Jack mate he had these uh, little golden tickets in every city across England and he traveled to them all and there was kind of a little bit of a kind of treasure hunt um, to try and find all these golden tickets. And I saw the video and I thought I'd really like to do something similar, but try and do it with busking to uh, to raise money for Darien House. And uh, so so we kind of, I went to dad at first of all, well, especially mum was going, no, you can't do that. Dad kind of wanted to do it. And eventually we uh, we got through it and we've uh, eventually set off and, and got out on the road and from from the took that kind of YouTube video as a, bit of a start and then set out on the on the journey amazing and so you chose to do so you were obviously inspired by this youtube video and you chose to do busking so you were playing guitar and you were singing is that something you have been doing for a long time do you feel confident doing that yeah so i've been playing guitar for pretty much as long as i could i started playing when i was seven years old playing guitar and then i started singing a few years ago and i guess i've kind of just put the put the two together and busking kind of around the local area I've done quite a lot in the past, but I thought it'd be be good to try and set some kind of challenge and uh, see if it was possible to get to every city to do it. And when you first thought, okay, I want to go to every city in England and do busking and singing, that's obviously quite a challenge, a big plan to set out to do. What what did you have to do to prepare before you actually um, set off for the first one? I mean, first of all, the first kind of surprise is when you actually think, about the fact that there's 51 cities because it's kind of something that you almost don't even think about you almost think like there'll be about 10 or something like that but but then it's one of them there's some you've got plan all the traveling I've got to be honest most of the planning was in this kind of idea was done by my dad because I'm not the cleverest person when it comes to direct well all the traveling and stuff so he he looked at all the kind of the accommodation and what the best route was to go and it was one of them where it kept on being things coming in the way like we tend to do two or three cities a day but we figured out we couldn't do any three city days on a Sunday because the shops weren't open as long and stuff like that so it was one of them where lots of different factors came into a to try and figure out what the best way to to get to all the different places was. So out of the 51 I'm interested to know 
what were some of the most did you do you have any interesting stories from the cities that you were busking in were there any cities that you enjoyed doing more than others were there any that were tricky what stories do you have from your road trip there were honestly the the stories from the tour the, i think the more things happened in them three weeks than have happened in the whole of my life and then probably the rest of my life all put together <laughs> it was it's kind of crazy in some cities we we did have, have our favourites, and I, I think my least. The, well, there were cities that were good and bad for different reason. We didn't like we didn't like Bristol very much because it was very busy, and but nobody nobody put any money in or anything like that. They were all going on on the ways, and then there were cities where it were pouring down with rain all day. Like, but then there were some cities, like for example, one of the better cities was Truro, for example, because uh, it was pouring down with rain, which wasn't a good start, but. Um, even though it was raining, there was this big kind of square where I set up my stuff to busk and there ended up being about 60 people probably who sat down watching in throughout all the rain and lots of people were there enjoying themselves. So it was a it was a good, good, really special day, that one. And then also one of the most um, special ones for me was, uh, and on the topic of how was the inspiration behind doing the, uh, doing the, doing the tour with uh, the YouTuber Jack, mate, was... Um, I told, I sent him a message about doing the tour and what I was doing, not expecting anything at all from it because he's kind of this big famous YouTuber and I'm just some guy going around playing some songs. But um, he ended up getting back to me when I was in Norwich, which is where he's from, and uh, saying he'd love to uh, to come and meet me. And, and he actually he has a podcast of his own, and so him and his co-host Stevie uh, came up to meet me in Norwich, and that was a very special day for me. But yeah, there were so many different things that happened on the tour and it was really really special stuff that happened obviously the inspiration for the actual um challenge challenge and what you decided to do came from youtube but the inspiration to raise money for darien house hospice did you did you just want to talk a bit about um what darien house hospice is and why it's so important to you and your family yeah so darien house has always kind of held a special place kind of with our family because uh my brother joseph used to go there before he uh passed away many years ago and they, they basically they, they provided really incredible care and made it so for children like him and many others that they got to have kind of the best ways to, to spend their lives and gave them gave them really really good times and took took the best care of them and they took care of our families as well and all the other families of all the children who used who who've like used the services. So I thought it was kind of a special thing, special thing for me to try and do my thing to help to say thank you for what they've done to help. And so you obviously raised £10,000 um, and more, I heard. Um, do you know, um, speaking to Darien House and having that relationship with them, what um, sorts of things that money will help the hospice do? Well, it was, we were actually lucky enough a, a few weeks ago when it was the actual, we, uh, they invited me down for a, for a kind of almost a presentation after we finished the tour and to go and, and, and meet the people who work there and stuff. And I was I was able to to go around and, and kind of see firsthand all the facilities that they've got there and, and what the and what the building's like and the work they get up to. And it really is such a great building in, in terms of there's so many different rooms. And I've got to say my favourite room, they have this special room that's got all these like fancy lights and stuff on the wall and all these cool rooms. And I think and it's good that the money that I've raised is helping to to kind of go towards the upkeep of all the amazing facilities that they've got there. And so on the um, on your actual 
well, your busking tour, you raised um, nearly £10,000, but I hear you've um, added even more onto that. So did you do further fundraising when you came back from your busking tour? Yeah, so literally pretty much just the uh, the weekend just gone, I, uh, I did a, I did a um, event at a, at a local place called uh, the Taps and Wine Bar, and uh, they invited me down and asked if I wanted to. Uh, originally, it was me, I was going to, to play a gig, but it ended up turning into much more and they uh they hosted kind of a big fundraising event to try and push us over that target in the end and they uh they organized a raffle and loads of great things and um over that night we made nearly 900 pounds extra and uh ended up going over the 10,000 pounds mark which was honestly so amazing it was something when we set out on the tour at the very beginning it was kind of the thing where we'd like to raise like two and two and a half thousand I think was the original target and it was one of them where you kind of like we might do but it's going to be a stretch and then in the end well we've ended up going so much more than that which was something I never expected and could still can't really believe it it's amazing so at what point on the tour when you were busking did you think hang on a minute I think we're going to reach I think we're going to reach a lot higher than two and a half thousand. Did you have that moment of realization? Well, it was it was one of them really weird things where even when even before we pretty much on the first day of the tour, I noticed that we'd already cause raised quite a lot of money, and it was it almost came in straight away over the first few days, and I was just like, "Whoa, I wasn't expecting that." And we pretty much got to the end of the first week, and we'd already hit the kind of impossible target for the whole tour that we were thinking of getting. So it was something that was really just kind of crazy. And then and then the th- fact that we had an extra two weeks on top of that as well and all the stuff like that, it was something that I was kind of just hoping. And it, that did kind of help push forward and just to see kind of how far we could take the tour with all the, uh, all the different places to play in. Now, one thing that um, on this podcast, we hear from a lot of people too, who do incredible and amazing fundraising challenges, just like you've done. And one thing we like to ask is get some tips and advice on how they did that and how they raise money. So on when you were busking, when you were um, on your road trip, did you, you fundraise money by people um, giving you cash on the day as well as having a fundraising page online? Was that how you did it? Yes. Yeah, so we had... Um... Two, yeah, the main way was, of course, with, with the actual busking on the street, and that's probably how we got a lot of the money. But also, really importantly, what really helped out was we uh, we had a just giving page that we set up because there were there were quite a few people that maybe couldn't see see me busking or people based in other places and stuff like that. But they um, the just giving page was honestly again it was far more far more than I ever thought it would be, and and people were were putting money on there and still are putting money on there even now. Uh, towards towards the uh, fundraising and yeah the uh, it was more more than I thought would ever go on there yeah and how did you help get the word out about your challenge and sort of get get your fundraising page in in front of lots of people's eyes well it all started off I uh, one thing that I was trying to do throughout the tour was uh, was keep stuff kind of online and, and put stuff on social media with with what I was doing and every day I'd do some clips of playing in the cities and and uh then I'd do some some like uh, pictures in in all the cities as well, and that was stuff that kind of picked up attention from people. But as well as that, um, it was uh, loads of kind of local radio stations and stuff like that. Um, I ended up getting in touch and got me to, and, and I ended up speaking on speaking on things like that. And uh, I guess kind of when the tour finished, uh, one of the big things that happened was uh, Granada reports. 
asked me if I wanted to uh, to go on there on, on the TV, which was uh, again, and it's something I'm saying a lot, but that was something that I didn't think would be happening at the end of it. But um, but yeah, it was weird. We ended up having cameras around in the back garden and stuff, uh, filming me speaking. It was it was so kind of surreal, but but stuff like that really helped spread the word and get it to to other people so they could see what I was getting up to, really. Yeah. And do you have any advice? So your your fundraising um, mission took three weeks, just over three weeks you were away for raising money for charity. Do you have, that's obviously quite a long time. Do you have any advice or tips on how um, how you sort of kept going? Obviously you were singing and you were playing your instrument and doing things that you loved. But um, how were those three weeks in terms of how you managed to get through it and sort of keep going, even though it might have been quite exhausting doing it three different cities a day and always being on the road? It was one of them where, yeah, the, it was definitely at times very challenging, but also, as I said, it was so rewarding with so many things. And even just the little things where you can just think by the end of it, I'm going to have been to every city in England and, and stuff like that and and turning up to all these different places. And even though we weren't in, in lots of them for too long, it was kind of just a quick visit. It was um, it was super great to see see all these different places. And I guess the main thing that kind of kind of pushed forward with with doing the tour was the fact that at the end of it, all the money was going to to a place really close to home, and that it would be able to to be something that could hopefully help out someone who've helped out um, our family quite a lot. So um, that that kept me going, and 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 everything really, even even just things like listening to music in the car to pass time. And in the end, we thought we'd end up having loads of spare time, to be honest. But it was one of them where it set off at like eight o'clock in the morning sometimes, and then wouldn't get to the next hotel till well till about ten or eleven o'clock at night and stuff. So it was kind of very non-stop with what we were doing, which which kept it kind of kept it exciting. And did you have any songs that you would sing while busking that would lift your mood and get everyone feeling great? Well, the the thing, what I, I guess the thing that kind of pushes me the most when busking and stuff and doing any kind of performing is when the uh, when the crowd mm. or the people passing by seem to enjoy it. So some songs, for example, when I do Sweet Caroline, I do that towards the end of my set and that I tend <laughs> to have people walking along the street, singing along and stuff like that, which was always something fun because it's just something... Something a bit different, and there were lots of songs I'd, I'd do like like Wonderwall as well. That was another one that people had happened to walk along, and uh, we even ended up with, with a couple of songs like uh, like Wonderwall. We ended up having a massive stag party when we were in Liverpool that we kind of came down the road and just started formed like a massive circle, and then one of them ended up grabbing the microphone and decided he was going to have a little sing along. But it was it was things like that that were just kind of super crazy but super fun and enjoyable and it was that again it was the whole kind of thing that the, they were making making these memories that kind of stick with me forever and so when you first had the idea your mum wasn't so sure how did she feel when you got home after three weeks and had raised ten thousand pound I think she was to be honest the first thing I should say although it was it was me doing the busking and dad doing the driving and stuff I think without we we, we, were, we were giving a, a a lot of we were we were kept on kind of busy with our jobs that, that that mum gave us, and she kept us basically made it so we could actually do the tour in the end. Because otherwise, we'd have probably ended up 
staying in City too and have gone home by then. But she she kept us going and and, and was very helpful with the, with the whole thing and making sure making sure we got all our different jobs done whilst we were out there. And then I think when when we got back home, of course it was great seeing so many people because also especially the thing with this was although three weeks isn't too long it felt as if we were like gone for months because of all the different places we went to so when we get home it was good to kind of reunite with the whole family and stuff like that that's lovely and what's next do you have any fundraising initiatives that you want to try or have you got any more ideas up your sleeve well one thing that people i had kind of a little bit of a uh, i don't even know what the word is kind of a bit of a a revolt kind of from the people of scotland because there are a few people from from scotland following me on social media who are saying what am i doing just doing england so i think at some point i'm going to have to uh to head up to scotland and do some do some 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 fundraising some busking there yeah and they've and they're, they're luckily in scotland they're they're a bit better in the fact they've only got 10 cities, so hopefully it doesn't take us uh, doesn't take as long. And uh, also, there have been a few people whilst I've been on the tour, quite a few from various places who, who, who want me to come back and busk again in their cities. And <laughs> some of them are like down in, in, in like the Devon kind of area, so they'll be fun to get to. But uh, yeah, quite a few people are wanting me to, uh, to go back. So I guess carrying on and, and maybe going to some more places for some more busking. Amazing. Fundraising doesn't stop there. <laughs> One thing we ask our guests on this podcast is um, the name of the podcast is Define Optimism. It um, really defines the type of people that we speak to. So when you hear the phrase Define Optimism, what does that mean to you? I guess it's the whole idea that, that you can you can kind of, that I guess if you put your mind to something, you can, you can do it. And if, it, if something is, is difficult and stuff, you can, you can hopefully get through it and as long as you kind of know what you're doing then um hopefully things will all work out and to try and just push yourself and get out there and and try your best really I guess and for people who have listened to the podcast and um have heard about your journey and are inspired to do something themselves what do you have any advice or tips for people who are keen to jump on this fundraising journey I guess it's the whole thing of just give it a go and just go for it probably do a bit more planning than we did before we got out there but uh <laughs> but make sure yeah just go for it and and I guess nothing's kind of nothing nothing's impossible and you could you can get out and you can hopefully try your best to do something and, and try and make some form of a difference whether it's big or small amazing well thank you so much for coming on the podcast Jacob and if people want to find out more if they want to follow your future busking journey in Scotland where can they go to um see what you're up to well I'm trying to keep up to date with all the uh, all the social media but uh if anyone would anyone is interested in seeing what I'm doing as you say I'm, I've got a uh, Instagram and Facebook which are uh, Jacob Ready Music as well as a YouTube channel which is the same and also if anyone out there does fancy listening to I've got a few songs out I've got a uh, Spotify that's just Jacob Ready and yeah everything's kind of on all them different places of what I've been getting up to. Amazing well thank you so much for coming on the podcast and I look forward to seeing where you go next. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, if you enjoyed hearing about Jacob's amazing adventures, please subscribe, rate and share it with someone else who you think may need a little inspiration in their lives. 
And if you're looking for some more positivity, head to our website, smileymovement.org, to get your daily dose of Smiley news or to find out about our solution-focused live event, Smiley Talks. Thanks for listening. Thank you.